Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We were, we were talking about how we were going <laughs> to reintroduce this. <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's been a minute. It's It's been very long i don't remember when the last episode that we did was very, at the very beginning of the year like around we, april was it i think so we had we did something in april and then we had a long break because life got crazy life happened and then we recorded another episode that was supposed to get us all caught up and then we never posted that episode because it like we figured that if we were going to post that episode that we needed to keep the episodes coming and that just wasn't in the cards so we just decided not to post it so (laughs) i guess we'll just call this like season two of miscommunication i guess yeah no that was such a weird time yeah that was like the one weekend that we were free and yeah we recorded it and then after that it just kind of got busy again and yeah our lives have just kind of been a roller coaster these past six months it's already november which is freaking crazy oh my god it feels like it was just yesterday we were talking about new year's resolutions like on this podcast <laughs> and now it is the holidays are almost in full swing like it's coming Ooh. up fast thanksgiving yeah. is next week two weeks wait oh oh yeah it is next week oh shoot <laughs> whoops yeah wow. it is it is it is next week yeah i mean it's already halfway through november so Jeez. so much for that um but yeah no i mean this year 2021 making a comeback you know it's still kind of it was still kind of a weird year like half the year was still kind of covid and then this other other half of the year has been kind of like what is the new normal and i think we're kind of at least in texas we're we're, we're back to some sort of normal or whatever post pandemic life whatever it's gonna be but yeah i mean we missed you guys definitely we've been, i know people we've have heard been the asking. fans yes, yes. We've heard the fans a lot of people have been asking for like new episodes <laughs> or like something um but no in all seriousness um we're really excited to be back and we hope that you'll that you guys will you know share episodes and um laugh with us and talk to us about this crazy stuff we'll talk about um in this next i guess season of the podcast um but just to kick us off i wanted to get a quick little update from emily i know she's had a lot of changes happening in her life with her living arrangements and uh maybe a new job or something like that so kick us off emily what's been going on with you (laughs) yeah so let's see so back as i said like the i've kind of seen this year as like two halves like june or like january to june and then july to now have just kind of been two really different lives um so starting in july i got a new job no longer in the big four whoop whoop um (laughs) no longer working those crazy ass hours but (laughs) you miss some of the people but hey i've also heard a lot of people have been leaving so you know maybe i got the better end of the deal um so new job has been has been a lot of fun um you know it's kind of interesting to be you know the new person again and you know just kind of trying to take things as they come and you know with it being year in now it's just kind of like people are busy and it's like oh we gotta train you and 
but we also have all the stuff to do. So it's just been an interesting learning curve, you know, to be the new person again. And um, I mean, I really love this company that I started working for. Um, they treat us very, very well. <laughs> that they do. I don't know if you guys follow Emily on Instagram. I don't know. Do you post it on Instagram or do you just send it on Snap? Maybe you just put uh, it on Snap. No, no, no. It's, it's Instagram. Yeah, if you guys oh, okay. follow my Instagram, you probably already know who I work yeah. for. But Or my LinkedIn if you want to look at that. But <laughs> People always <laughs> <a> connection. <laughs> People always <laughs> joke about Big Four being a cult. And then Emily keeps posting all this stuff at her new company. And I'm like, you just went from one cult to another. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a better cult. It's just a lot more livelier cult. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, no, that's been it's been it's been interesting, as I said, to be the new person again. And kind of interested to see, like, where you know, where this goes, if, you know, if it's, you know, just a short term type of thing or a long term type of thing. You know, I kind of just needed a kind of like a curve in my career track of what yeah. I wanted what I thought I wanted to be doing mm-hmm. before um starting at the old job so you know it's kind of new and we'll see where it takes me you know maybe it'll lead to another path or down this other this same path that I've been going on starting now so that was yeah. a big thing that happened and so going through job interviews that was a pain in the butt um, if you guys are going through job interviews right now, I'm sorry. Don't contact me for advice <laughs> because I suck at it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, other than your job, you also like moved to a new apartment, right? Tell us about yep. that. Yep. Yep. I moved out of my apartment. I am currently living on my own, which has been a fantastic experience, actually. It's kind of the first time I live by myself because in college, I've always had roommates. Um, and then obviously like growing up at home, I had two brothers, so I had to share a bathroom with my younger brother, which is a fun experience. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of get used to it. Um, (laughs) not anymore, but, um, yeah, no. So it's kind of been like, it was, it was a very smooth transition with me living by myself. I, as said, I am an introvert. I like my me time. And, you know, now that I have literally my whole, this whole space to myself, I can literally do whatever I want um so it's like if I just want to spend the weekend in and not talk to anybody I will do that I have done that on several occasions um mainly just when I'm stressed and tired and don't feel like communicating with the outside world um and just do you feel do you feel lonely sometimes (laughs) like do you come home and you're like oh I'm home alone like again yeah 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 no that definitely creeps in too okay I'm very curious that is just how I'll be like whenever I eventually move out because I do like my own space I feel like I think the way I'll just supplement that though is that like I'll like have people over yeah yeah. like you know so it's not always the same like week week after week day after day I'm like just there by myself but anyway sorry yeah no I mean with the loneliness I mean yeah it's just like oh just contact a friend and go hang out with them or have them come over or whatever I mean, it kind of sucks when everybody's busy and you're like, well, sucks. I don't have any enough friends. So um, <laughs> <laughs> at that point, I call Ariana and be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, yeah, but, sometimes we just be blowing up each other's phones. For real, though. Mm-hmm. For real. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it does get a little lonely, but eh, I mean, I have my next door neighbors to like keep me company in the sense of I know that they're banging and doing stuff that I don't understand what they do, but at least it's nice to know there's other people around. But <laughs> sorry, that was another tangent. 
um but yeah no it's nice it's it's nice to yeah have my own space i kind of um got out of downtown dallas which was um it was fun you know living downtown for a couple years but it's also fun now to kind of live on the outskirts of dallas um in like more of a suburb i guess it is a suburb um but it still kind of has like its own like little area with like restaurants and bars around and um like a little lake to where i can just go out and walk whenever i want that's something i actually do whenever i'm lonely i'm like you know what i'm just gonna go out and walk and you know that's how you'll see people just you know walking around this lake and it's kind of peaceful but yeah new place new me sort of still kind of feel the same not really i don't know (laughs) it feels it like for the first couple of months it feels different like you feel like I'm rejuvenated, like, new job, new place, new me, like, woo. Um, and then after that, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I still got to go to work for 40 hours a week. Um, I still got to yeah. eat. I still got to exercise. Um, I can't be lazy all the time. Um, so, yeah. It was just nice to, like, have a break, too, from my old job to uh, my new job. And so with that, I think I don't even remember if I mentioned this on the earlier podcast with me going to vegas which was so much fun um mm-hmm. we did see a show i won't go any further than that but it was very entertaining <laughs> we'll just let your imagination run wild with yes just what say it was sweaty and oily <laughs> okay <laughs> sweaty and oily you do the math in, in the outback I'm figuring out um, what show emily and her girlfriends went and <laughs> but yeah no i actually fell in love with vegas um so i definitely want to be going back very very soon um yeah no it's just nice to like see my college roommates again and um yeah just party up in vegas go to um actually the conor mcgregor fight was going on that weekend too so it was really busy um but yeah no vegas is a very fun place and um i got one of those like giant yardstick margarita things which was not very fun only when you're walking outside and it's like 120 degree heat and you drink it for like the first five minutes then it's very refreshing but like once you get to the bottom and it's just all the like syrup it's disgusting (laughs) but it's still kind of fun to walk around you're like look at me i can drink so much um but yeah and then also I'm not saying I love gambling now, but it's fun to play a little roulette. You know, just watch the ball go around a little circle and win some money, lose some money. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. I mean, so much to do there. Uh, we stayed at Planet Hollywood, which was pretty cool, uh, pretty, like, decently priced. And, like, the rooms are actually, like, really, really nice and really spacious um, for, like, you know, four girls staying in, in one room. Um but yeah, no, Vegas was was so much fun. Love that for you. Love a good vacation. Yeah. I'm that's my plan for next year is to go like on as many vacations as possible because I definitely need to learn to utilize all my vacation. Um, for sure. So that happened and then it's kind of just been like work ever since. So no play since then. Not really. <laughs> Some trips to Austin here and there, but yeah, you know, I, I think I'm kind of settled in. Or at least October was a little bit of a rough month. It was kind of like, I feel like August and September were like my highs. And then like it just came crashing down in October. Um, I think I just kind of came back <laughs> from reality. Uh, 
but I'm ready for the holidays. I'm ready for a little bit of a break. I feel Me like too. I just kind of been like, go, 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 go. And now it's like, we're going to pump the brakes. We're going to do some R&R. But Absolutely. yeah, that's kind of that's kind of been my life for um, six months, I guess. So that was a little bit of a tangent, but <laughs> there you go. Um, you don't say. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of dating here and there. We'll go into that later. Maybe not this episode. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think we'll get into it this episode. Maybe okay. a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> How about you? What you been up to, Ariana? No, oh, gosh. Let me stop so talking. Much. I've been in. I've been into a lot of things. Where do I even begin? Really? Well, actually, no. I don't really have that much going on except the fact that I just got a new. Like, I got a new job. I'm going into my third week. Um, in my new position, I am still at the same company, which I'm very excited about. I did not want to leave the company that I'm currently at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, um, transition out of tax, which I was very happy about. Uh, <laughs> this kind of been in the works for a while. <laughs> um, it's been in the works probably since, honestly, I always had it in the back of my head and I just... You know, sometimes you have a goal or you have a plan and you're just kind of waiting for the right time to like kind of yeah. execute it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this has kind of been in the works for a while. And I did a decent amount of networking and ended up interviewing and getting a position um, on the advisor, like consulting side of my company. Um, and so I am now an investigations and forensics associate. It sounds super sexy. She's a spy. (laughs) I'm not a spy. (laughs) Not a spy, but something close to that. It's so funny. Like the response that I get from people when I tell them that that's my job now, they're just like shook. Like, I'm just like, y'all need to, like, stop, like, pumping my head up so much because (laughs) really, though, because it's like I used to tell people, oh, yeah, like, so I do corporate taxes and they're just kind of like, oh, like, cool, you know, like, it's boring. It's not. Yeah. Like, it's not something super exciting. But now, you know, even just last night, I was meeting some new people um, through a mutual friend and they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, well... I read through people's emails. We read through people's text messages. We. <laughs> She's a snooper. <laughs> She's a stalker. Professional, professional snooper. Um, but yeah, so my new position is really cool and I'm, I'm really excited to get into it. Honestly, the people I've met on my team have been really cool. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely excited for what is to come. I'm, I was really sad to leave my old team specifically because of the people, not really the, the work that I was doing because I knew that that's just what I didn't see myself doing long term. Like I would look at a senior associate or I'd look at a manager and I, and I'd say, is that where I see myself in a year or three, four years? And I was just like, no. Mm-hmm. So I had to make a move and it worked out in my favor. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm excited to hear the juice. And very- the tea. <laughs> broad strokes (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll do what i can i'll do what i can to (laughs) fill you in um 
but other than that i don't know i feel like other than weddings, that i've just yeah that's weddings. what i was gonna say it's <laughs> been like i had my october 15 deadline in my old group and i was working insane hours and in between that i had my best friend matt my best friend's wedding um maddie flew up to michigan for that wedding oh also had that bachelorette party um in august the wedding was in september the bachelorette party was a blast i drank way too much one day um didn't make it down i don't even know if i told you this did i tell you this mm-hmm. i may not I have, have even told say. you this about how saturday say so the bachelorette party was like friday saturday and then we did brunch sunday and then we um everybody like went home so that saturday i gotta rewind this is sorry i gotta go into a story <laughs> so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend 30 minutes going through this bachelorette party but friday we go out this guy's like staring at me i've told you this already but this oh, yeah, man yeah. is like staring at me and i was just like at first, I was confused. So I'm like, is he looking at me? Is he looking at somebody behind me? Like, what is what is going on here? And mm-hmm. so then I was like, okay, like, he's absolutely, like, looking at me. And I was just like, okay, whatever. And so at one point, I had to go to the restroom. And he kind of, like, tapped on me. And I was just like, oh, hi. And then I just kept walking because, like, I had to really had to use the restroom. And I'm like, if I'm going to talk to somebody, I'm going to talk to them on my terms. Like, I'm not about to like stop myself from using the bathroom just to talk to you. I don't even know you, whatever. (laughs) So then I come back out and he's like talking to me and I don't know. He's like, he's saying that he went to um, university of Michigan and I'm like, sure you did. Okay. Um, And he was like um, saying that he owns his own business and that he was an engineer and like all the stuff. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. And he's like asking what I do. And I'm like, yeah, I'm an accountant. Yada, yada, yada. And so then he um, he was like, oh, well, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, well, like, it's only fair if you, like, buy the girls I'm with drinks, too, because I'm over here, like, talking to you instead of hanging out with them. It's my friend's bachelorette party. Yeah. And then I, like, kind of motion over there, and they're all kind of, like, waving, like, hello. <laughs> um, and then he's like, okay, well, like, what do you what do you want? And I'm like, hmm what do I want? And then I go, maybe just some Patron shots. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. He's like, what the hell did I get myself into? Now I'm buying Patron shots for like her and like seven other girls. Um, and so the bar was actually closing mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, sorry. Like we can't do that. Like it's, it was last call. Like we can't, and I was like, so then there was this hostess that was really helping us, like being super nice to us and helping us out. So I call her over and I'm like, look, is there anything we can do to get these shots? Like, I've been wasting my time talking to this dude that I'm not even interested in. And like, he's about to buy us shots. Like, can we make something happen? Next thing you know, bartender starts pouring up the shots. And I'm like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. So like, I finesse shots for me and the bachelorette party so that was that's probably one of my proudest moments of the year honestly is getting <laughs> patron shots it's always yeah. nice to get shots paid and yeah absolutely it's a really good feeling really good feeling but anyway so that's how that night ended and then saturday we i had a little bit of a hangover a slight hangover and then we get on this yacht that and the weather was perfect and 
we were drinking. I drank a lot. Like I drank champagne. I was drinking wine. Like I drank a ton. And it didn't really hit me. Also, I get kind of like motion sickness a little bit when it comes to like boats. Yeah. Um, like every time I've been on a cruise, like I've had one night where I've just been extremely nauseous. Mm-hmm. And so we get back, we get off the boat and we're back on land and we're getting in the car and I'm like, oh, I'm really, really, really drunk. <laughs> and we get back to the hotel room. We're supposed to be changing to go out to dinner. Yep. I'm profusely throwing up. Oh. Like a ton. Uh. A ton. And everybody's just like getting ready like around me to like go to dinner. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And then like Maddie comes in, the um the bride. She comes in and she's like, oh, like she's just looking at me like, oh, are you good? Are you OK? And I'm just like, go without me. Just leave. Just leave. Me. <laughs> And even after they left, I was still throwing up. And eventually I stopped and I just like passed out. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, I'm starving. So I ordered a steak and had a steak like just in the room. There was no point like where we were. We were like they ended up going to Detroit like for dinner. And we were outside of Detroit in this other like town. So there was just like no point in me. In me going at that point. So, yeah, I miss out on the Saturday night festivities because I was. She was so trashed, guys. I was very ill, very ill. So, yeah. Um, And then the wedding was in September and that was super fun. And I had another wedding last weekend and then I have a wedding this upcoming weekend. So, yeah, I think that will be my last wedding. That is my last wedding of the year. Thank Jesus. Um. So, yeah, had a lot of weddings going on. Um, But other than that, like, that's all that's been going on with me. Yeah. i just been really busy with work and got the new job, had some weddings. And, yeah, just living my best life. Today, we're going to go into talking about setting standards or like what your standards are for someone you're dating. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this is especially relevant to Emily mm. because um, mm. Emily <laughs> Emily is the only one out of the two of us that has had a little bit of activity in her dating life recently. Um, so yeah, let's just kind of get into it and just talk about, you know, like, do we have to, and the reason, uh, actually, another reason I want to talk about this, not just because of Emily having some activity in her dating life recently, but because (laughs) I was talking to my mom a couple of days ago and she was Mm -hmm. saying some stuff about how my standards are too high or that my standards are unrealistic. And I was just kind of like. Okay. I mean, it was, it made me feel some type of way. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I just kind of like typed something out on my notes app that night. And then I've kind of just like released it like after that, because I'm just, I don't know. Cause my whole stance and like, we'll talk about like kind of what your stance is, is that mm-hmm. like, I have a right 
to want what I want. I feel like I have a decent idea yeah. of what I want. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's that the things that I want are unrealistic or wrong. And I've kind of gotten to the point, or at least I'm trying, and I'm, and this is still a work in progress, but mm-hmm. to be at a point where I'm okay with being alone or like being single, not even like, let's, let's not say alone because I can be single and not be lonely. Like I can be single and, you know, sustain myself. I can be single and, and hang out with my friends all the time and be happy with my friends and my family and all that stuff. So I'm not going to say like be alone, but I'm just going to phrase it as being single. Um, I'd rather be single and happy than in a relationship that doesn't serve me. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it's crazy because I feel like half of society saying, oh, you have women have high standards or like you have a high standard or whatever. And then the other half is saying like, and I think it's mostly women and then maybe millennial or just like this younger generation that's like, don't settle, like don't settle. And so it can get really confusing as a young woman that, you know, is in her mid twenties. I'm about to, I'm about to be 26 in February. Like, geez. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I'll be closer to 30 than I am to 20. So yeah, yeah, that'll suck. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, it's just a, it's a difficult thing to kind of navigate. And so that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about just like standards, what they are and just us discussing them and whether we kind of think they're realistic, unrealistic, normal, um, mm-hmm. things of that sort. So mm-hmm. what do you say? What would you say are like your kind of like standards? What's like a what are some kind of like non-negotiables for you? Number one, he has to be a Christian, or in this case for me, a Catholic. Preferably Catholic. I can do a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a Christian. I'll make a slight exception. <laughs> um, yeah, so he needs to believe in, in God and Jesus is, is our savior. Not here to preach fully, but <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with those values and I, I I believe in them full heartedly. So I, I, I want somebody who's deep in their faith and wants to build a relationship with God and Jesus. Um, so Amen. That's, that's definitely number one. Number two, um, I'm stuck. With, I, I feel like I'm doing like a top five, but I shouldn't be doing like ranking them. So they don't have to be in. No, they don't have to be in. No, order, I know. I know. But in my head, I'm like, I, and you know, kind of just when people are like, you know, say a list, and you, you kind of automatically go into yeah. the top five type of thing. Yeah. But. But yeah, for sure, number one is the Christian faith thing. Um, and then after that, he has to be commutative, as kind of Ariana said, you know, recent activity, not good communication. I, I, at least I felt on on his end um, of reaching out and, you know, just kind of being consistent. And um, so good com- communicator, whether, you know, we're together or, or not. And just being able to have like that free flowing conversation because I don't know, sometimes you see couples and you're kind of like, why are like, they're just kind of sitting there looking on their phones. Like, do they not like spending time together? You know, like, yeah. So good communication skills is, and like, if you're busy, just tell me you're busy or something, you know, like, don't just leave me in the dark questioning all my motives. This is why guys think girls are crazy. But it's not. You guys just don't communicate very well. Yeah, just you leave like us it. alone with our thoughts. Like yes, that's kind of that's a huge problem. <laughs> yes. 
So communication is definitely definitely up there. Um, he has to be um, respectful to um, like situations. Like if we're going out somewhere, that's you know maybe like do your research ahead of time. Like okay, if we're going out to a fancy restaurant or like not super fancy, but like at least like you know dress to the to the occasion. Um, you know treat people with respect. Um, talk appropriately. Like you know don't just be insane like dude or you know got like cursing in public all basically the time. Like, someone oh. that kind of has some class or yes some swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah mostly class i think yeah have yes mainly classy but you definitely need to have that swagger i don't mind if you curse because I, I curse too i mean like i'm not a cl- i don't have a clean mouth <laughs> i do curse <laughs> i do i do curse a lot but i keep it to my friends in private or whatever or you know what i'm singing in my car um so definitely that type of res- respect level um and then kind of has to be funny um but not like class clown i don't mind a dark sense of humor or a dry sense of humor dry sense of humor is, is mainly like what i find myself attracted to um you know yeah any people that are funny because I, I like i also just kind of like laugh at almost anything um so I just feel like it, you know, it just, I don't want somebody who's just super serious, you know, all the time. Like, for sure. I need somebody, yeah. There's like, a balance life. and yeah. it's possible to find someone that has a balance because I feel you on the whole, like, not someone that's kind of like a class clown. That, that irritates me so much. And I think that's just like begging for attention, which is not yes. attractive to me. It's, it's not. To me, that comes I feel like people, I don't know. I mean, this could be a hot take, but I feel like for me, people, to me, people that are like that, it stems from insecurity. Yes. Yeah. Like, you can command a room without having, you know, to be this goofball all the time. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, and everybody has their own insecurities about different things, but, yeah, I definitely don't. I don't want to have to tell someone like or like shoot them daggers and be like, can you just like come over here and just like be quiet? <laughs> like, can you sit down for a little bit? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else you think is on your list? And then I did kind of like go on a couple dates with a guy who didn't have a college education. And I just like couldn't, I couldn't do it. You know, kind of tides are turning or like people are kind of like, you know, college education's not everything. It's not, you know, some people live great lives with no with no college but to me it's important and I feel like it's just a connecting factor um you know it's it's an experience that both of us can relate to so I mean I don't believe like whether you go to college or not like you're on the same education or like you know if you don't go to college you're dumb no but at least just for me education is important and just being like knowledgeable you know like just being able to have I guess um like knowledge or intellectual conversations you know just besides like oh what's the next sports game or well what do you think of that movie you know being able to have these deeper conversations whether we agree on it or not yeah I feel like when it comes to to having a college education I think that for me it's really 
I would want to say that I would be okay if someone did not go to college. And the reason I want to say that is because I've like my dad didn't go to college and my dad is still very smart and knowledgeable about the world and politics mm-hmm. and about finances and about a lot of things. And he did not go to college and he is super successful. But I feel like it is very hard to find someone that it's still at that caliber of a uh, type of person without mm-hmm. having gone to college. I mean, there's still people that go to college and they're still like, can't have a freaking intellectual conversation with them to save their freaking life. You know, yeah. like yeah. I've been in classes senior year and like, I, this was so dumb. I had to do a project at Baylor where this professor wanted us to write a group paper we had to write Mm -hmm. a paper together it was like me and like three guys and we all had different writing styles and one of them in particular we just gave him like the intro part we gave him the easiest thing to do and like I swear he was writing like he was a eighth grader or something like it was I'm like how did you make it this far Mm -hmm. like honestly um so yeah I just think that it's a little bit more of an uphill battle. And then also, especially if you're on the thing is too with dating apps, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just easier to be like, I only like to set it to be someone that has only gone to college and not because like on dating apps, the mixed bag that you're getting in general, and then like the guys on there that didn't go to college like they're not most of them are not like didn't go to college and are like have the next like top tech startup or something they're the next mark zuckerberg or something you know like that's just not the reality of things so in a way i agree with you but in a way i also believe that it is possible to find someone out there that did not go to college, but that yeah. can still have intellectual conversations and, and things of that sort. So I wouldn't completely write somebody off because of that. But I do, I get what you're saying 100%. And it is easier to just kind of weed people out if you just kind of like set that as like a requirement, you know? Um. So yeah, I feel like for me, you know, you and I align on a lot of different things when it comes to that. Um. I also feel I will also add that when it comes to this might be a hot take, but when it comes let's to hear like, it. Let's hear it. When it comes to like finances and making money. Mm-hmm. This is a very touchy subject, I feel, because times have just changed so drastically in such a short amount of time like things have changed in how like a women a woman's place like in the household and in the workplace and you know because it used to be that the man was the breadwinner and like all that stuff and the lines are kind of blurred now because it's like women can be making the same amount of money as man you know So then that comes like, do you split finances 50-50? Do you split finances proportionately? Like, how do you do that and all that stuff? And I've kind of always said that I would prefer not to date. Okay, I'm not going to say date, but when when it comes to the end of the road and we're talking about marriage, I would prefer not to be getting married to someone that makes less money than I do 
because and it's not even because I'm like, oh, he needs to take care of me and he needs to do this. It's one. It's an ego thing because Mm -hmm. I feel like men like even though we're not in that society anymore of like the men of the man, like being the head of the household and like the woman being the stay at home mom and all that stuff or whatever even though we're still we're not in those times anymore i feel like men are still inherently programmed to be the the breadwinner or the provider and all that stuff so one like i don't want to deal with somebody that because i have dreams i have ambition i know where i want my career to go and eventually how much money i want to be making and the kind of house that i want to live in the kind of car that i want to drive all that kind of stuff and that sounds kind of materialistic but I'm just like, that's just what comes with wanting to move up in your career. Yeah. You know, it's not, I'm not saying like I had to live in the biggest house or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, I, I know what I want my future to look like. And with my children, like I would want my kids college paid for, and I would want a decent car and like a decent yeah, yeah. house that would be in the city. So if, having a house in the city would just be way more expensive than me in a suburb. So yeah, I yeah. need to make, <laughs> make good money for that to become a reality. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's just like, I, um, I don't want someone that resents me for, and it takes a very, I feel like it is possible for a man to make more than you and not resent you. But I feel like it takes a very, very strong man, very mm-hmm. confident man. Yeah. And that seems and not not that a man that would resent you isn't, but it's just like that's a very touchy subject, I think, yeah. when it comes to men. And I'd rather not deal with that. <laughs> so <laughs> I would prefer for us to kind of be, you Equals. know, neck and neck. Yeah. And how much we make. Um, yeah. yeah and, and like in like Hispanic culture, sorry. In Hispanic culture, we kind of call it like men are machismo. Machismo. I can't really say it right now, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. which is basically kind of like, you know. Yeah, I gotta be the man. Like, I gotta be the breadwinner. Like, you know, I gotta do everything. And, you know, the woman just cleans the house and makes food and takes care of the kids. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's different. It's the tides are turning. Women are becoming a little bit more independent. Um, and it's like, you know, in marriage, it's like, okay, if I wanna go buy something, like, I don't need to be asking you for money. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, if I wanna go buy any shoes or if Oh, that's buy gonna a be purse. a point of content. At, you hear you hear that, y'all? The first thing Emily brought up was shoes. That is you, going you to be a point it. of contention in Emily's oh, future. Marriage. I'm just saying, with me and my man, we are gonna have two separate closets because maybe even three, because one of them, if if you know, whatever I'm making the big bucks one day, one of them is just gonna be a closet full of shoes. So you better be okay with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I think now today, like m- men that can accept having a woman as his equal is is attractive i guess also kind of going to that like another thing is um i guess like being like being a man like you know and it's not you know oh like i gotta do everything it's just like having this sort of confidence or like aura or something i don't know there's just like this presence that he has about him that is just like confidence and like sexy and you know he just holds himself to um like to a standard like he's yeah. he's not like letting other people like step all over him, um. You know he's he, you know he takes the first step in like asking me out or, you know like hey like let's go do this like not having, 
you know, me having to decide everything. So like independent confidence type of thing. And, well, I yeah. feel like what you're really getting at is someone that is kind of is like a leader, someone that um, is like clear with their intentions. And mm-hmm. I think that's really hard to find. I know it's possible because like I've seen and I've seen my friends date and marry guys that are like that that are very clear in what they want and just our our leaders like you know seeing being with someone and and when I say like being a leader I just mean like having someone being in a relationship with someone and just I'm not saying control that's yeah. definitely not no. what I'm saying but I'm saying um that they lead and you trust them like you can trust them to make a decision and trust that their decision is going to be a good one um and yeah I think a lot of guys a lot of guys just like you know chilling by the wayside and just are like yeah yeah we'll do whatever like you pick or do this or whatever um that's another reason why I kind of wanted to bring up talking about standards on this episode was because you know you and I had a lot of conversations around the guy that you were seeing a while back and you were kind of saying you know I I don't want to I don't want to ask him what we are like I want him to I want him to tell me I want him to ask me I want him to do this and part of me because I like answers part of me is just like I'm gonna get my freaking answer yeah like whether it's a direct answer or it's you like being shady and like dodging the question I feel like that's an answer in and of itself um but you definitely took the stance of like no I'm just gonna see how this plays out and like I want him to be the one that's gonna say that and I don't think that's a bad thing like I think that them not doing that is it is like I said like an answer in and of itself you know like Mm -hmm. You have a standard that you want someone that's going to ask you out and that's going to communicate or whatever. And you have every right to be like, okay, he's not doing that. All right. Like, whatever. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) things ended up not working out. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, like, you didn't meet my standard. And that's what I was telling you. You know, I was like, if he's not doing that, like, F him. Like, whatever. (laughs) Like, on to the next. Like, (laughs) you know, because you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to coerce or question someone into doing that stuff. Like, I know that everyone can grow from relationships and, like, learn lessons and, and better themselves Yeah. Um, by having conversations like that. But also, you, I feel like you 100%, especially with something so new, it's like, why would I invest all this time trying to get you to meet my standard if we're not even moving towards like a relationship like if it's this if it's this early on and I'm trying to really get you to communicate or mm-hmm. be better or change something then I feel like eh kind of a lost cause like I'd rather yeah. <laughs> I'd rather you know start start over with somebody that is a couple of steps ahead of you where I don't have to do that because yeah. it's like I feel like women we a lot of the time we really upgrade dudes we really upgrade them. We do. We do. Like, it's like, <laughs> I've seen my friends change a man's whole outfit, whole, whole wardrobe, <laughs> you know, get them into being better with their finances. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know, just like anything. Like women can <laughs> women can get men to do anything. But I feel like part of it is also it's just has to be the right person. Yeah. I've seen time and time again, like a guy dating one girl and it's seeming like he's barely putting in any effort or like he just doesn't care. He like doesn't want to be in that relationship just to get in another relationship and be like that girl's like dream guy. And it's like, yeah. whoa, like mm-hmm. you're this is night and day. Like how does this happen? It's it's really wild to me. I don't know how to explain I guess it's just like when you know, you know, like or whatever, I hate, you know, I like <laughs> I hate that answer. I'm like, what do you mean? It never happens yeah, to it's me. Like, well, how do you go from a long term relationships where you're like not buying the girl flowers, like very nonchalant, not talking about getting married or whatever, don't care to get married. And then like you go to go and you start dating the next girl and you're buying her flowers all the time. You're like treating her like she's a princess. And then you end up getting engaged or like marrying that girl. And it's like, yeah, huh? Like it's so, Mm. it's crazy. And that's why I'm just like, when my mom was trying to say, oh, you have high expectations. I'm like, um, I kind of hear you, but I don't know if I'm necessarily going to listen to you in trying to lower my standards or whatever. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. I've seen that work for my friends. I've seen my friends get with a guy that is successful. He's smart. He's funny. He's caring. Treats her right. Like, I deserve that. And I'm going to wait for it. If I have to wait for it, I'll just wait for it. Like, whatever. That doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything or put myself out there. But yeah, um, I'm just, but you can't tell me to settle when I've seen people not settle and get everything that they want. So. Mm-hmm. That's just me. <laughs> oh, amen to that. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's just kind of like a respect thing or I don't know, like maybe like with, you know, the guy, like if he starts off with one girl and is like, you know, doing the bare minimum and then, yeah, maybe it's just the next girl that's just like, I'm not going to take any of this BS. And he's like, you know what? Like she's the first woman that actually put me in my place. And you know what? I think I like that. And that is such a you know dope what, point. You know what? You know what it is? It's because most boys are mama's boys. And so they're just used to <laughs> getting all this shit from their moms. <laughs> um, and they're like, you know, as they say, boys marry their mom, girls marry their dad. Which, Lord, uh uh-uh, uh. Nope. I rebuke <laughs> that. Mm mm. No, it's probably I don't know. I think it's just a it's it's a respect. That's that's such a good point, Emily. And that's why, like, as women, as two single women in our 20s, like that's we that's just what we have to do. We have to, like, stand our ground. And it's hard. It's definitely hard sometimes when it feels like, oh, my God, I'm going to be single forever. Yeah. Everybody's getting engaged. Yeah. You've been going to weddings. All my friends are getting engaged now. Yeah. It's just kind of like, when is my time? It's not the right. I'm right. But you're not listening. Yeah. It's not. And it's it's not the easy thing to do at all. But like I said, I think the right guy will will see that and respect you for it. I I definitely Mm -hmm. agree. That's so true. That's yeah. Looking back on it. Yeah. I feel like women, my friends that I've seen, like be like, you know, this is what I want. You either are here or you're not. Mm hmm. Bye. Like when you <laughs> when you actually treat it like 
I'm not losing anything, like they're the one that's losing out if like they don't want to be here, then that's when you are really like set up for success, I think. Yep. And so, each yeah. relationship, yeah, you learn something different. Like with this one, it was that's where communication is actually I realized it was a lot it needed to be a lot more higher on my list than than it what it was. Definitely. So. It's hard to find guys that are good communicators, I think. Um, but it's like when they want to be they can be that's yeah that's true i guess you know with him it's just like he actually really didn't care about me that much so you know what I'm f- it is what it is and yeah you know you, build right. a bridge you don't and care you about me i don't care one. about you <laughs> like whatever yeah but boy oh boy <laughs> um i guess like those are kind of like your non-negotiables right like those are kind of what have to be set in stone now let me ask you like who do you find yourself attracted to you know what are the things that are like not have to be you know set in stone but like who do you find? like let's talk about physical appearances real quick because um <laughs> like who do you who do you see yourself like actually you know dating more of and stuff like that like for me like i like dark haired guys i can't really do blonde hair and me is just more white boys and his in Hispanics is who I find myself more attracted. Oh, you like white guys? <laughs> not like super white guys. Not <laughs> I said not like Captain What's America. Super- <laughs> although Chris Evans is very attractive, <laughs> but no. Okay. And um, like dad bod or like fitness body, you know, we gotta sure, go. Sure, 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 sure. Let's get to this. Real All quick. right, let's go. Let's go. Okay, so when it comes to the physical one, I feel like. And I think just in general, a lot of women are like this where they're kind of like, oh, like I'm more big on like I'm bigger on personality. And then like that attraction can grow. Like I definitely Mm -hmm. I definitely um, agree with that. That's kind of how I am. But when it comes to someone like meeting my eye, um, when it comes to like physical looks, I'm definitely attracted to like you, like dark haired guys. Um, I do not like a blonde guy. Um, that wouldn't be a thing. Um, but no, I'm attracted to dark haired, tan skin guys or like black guys. And Maddie will always make the joke, just people in general that like I'm really into Hispanics. And it's like, I'm not, it's like not like, I'm very big on like that is a tendency, not a preference. Like I don't mm-hmm. prefer mm-hmm. Hispanic men. That's just kind of what happens. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, the look of just like having like olive skin and like dark hair. Like I'm just kind of like, I don't know, that's what that's what I'm attracted to. Um and then when it comes to like like um I guess they're what stature is that what you call it? Like they're I so. well, I guess they're body type. They're body type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> my biggest rule is that I don't want someone that's smaller than me. Like I don't want some because I'm like I'm yeah. a black woman. I'm curvy. I have a big butt. I have hips. Like I have large a larger chest or whatever. Like. I don't want to be with a guy that's like a stick. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm I can't you. be I, with I have a lot more skinny, skinny dude. More- <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't look right. Like some little skinny scrawny dude, like, and me. That's just not yeah. gonna work. So yeah, yeah you I have a little meat on the bones. And yes, gotta, definitely. More dad. Like I'm more attractive to like you. Don't have to be Chris Evans. 
So you don't have to be. No, you don't have to be jacked. I prefer no, for you, you not to be jacked, actually. Yeah, because then it's just going to make me feel worse. Because it's like, <laughs> damn, I really got to work out for this guy because then all these other girls are going to be after him. So yeah. actually, it takes a lot, lot more stress out of my life. So, um, yeah. I need somebody like, I say like 5'7 is like my minimum for height wise. That's like, 5'6 is negotiable. You must be like really perfect. But we prefer. 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", 6 foot preferably. But 5'7 is like minimum. Yeah, when it comes to, I don't really have a height requirement because I feel bad that that's like something that like people can't control. And yet we as women like just judge guys like that so hard. I mean, obviously I would prefer to have someone taller than me, but, um, you know, whatever happens, happens. Like I could be with a shorter, I mean, Sophie Turner is to- taller than like Joe Jonas. They're like super. Yeah, cute but couple. Joe Jonas makes millions, and <laughs> so it's either like you're taller than me, or if you're not, you have to make millions of dollars. Got yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> you better be the next Elon Musk or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But yeah, no, obviously, yeah, I prefer to have someone taller than me, especially because like I am so like I'm I'm not even at an average height. I don't think. Well, what's the average? What's the average height for a woman? I don't know. But I'm five two. So I'm really short. So like, like someone five, shorter five, than five, me. Three, five, four, I think is the average. Yeah. So someone shorter than me are just I think a lot of women just like in the back of their head, they want their kids to be a favorable height. So it's not. Yep. <laughs> so that's kind of why people are like women are like, oh, I want this. I want guy that's like six, five. But for me, I'm just like, I'm oh, five, two. Tall. Like, I don't need someone. I don't know. I'm I'm five, two. And I wear heels most of the time. So I can be with someone that's like five, 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 six. And we'll be two little short people together. Yeah. I don't need to be climbing a ladder. You know, definitely to not. Reach your mouth. <laughs> Which like when you see. OK. I don't need to be climbing a ladder to reach your mouth. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. How do you expect to... <laughs> I don't even drink It is really <laughs> awkward when you see like those football players that are like 6'5 yeah. and they're dating some like 5'2 girl and like... Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how does this work? Like, yeah. how do you kiss? I'm really curious. I don't know. I don't know. He picks her up because he's he's, <laughs> he's that strong. <laughs> yeah, he's swole and is really tall. Um, but yeah, when it comes to that, I don't know. And also, okay, like so we were talking about the physical thing, but here's another thing that attracts me to someone. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've really been attracted to people that are quieter than mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Like the whole kind of like opposites attract kind of thing. Yeah, because I see like. When I see someone that's more not not sh- I'm not going to say shy. I think being shy and more reserved are two different things. Yeah. Um and so when I see someone that is more reserved or is more a listener in the conversation than a talker, that is I don't know, that definitely attracts me to people cuz I'm just like I want to know more about you. Like I feel like I know there's there's something about you that just is interesting to me. The fact that you're quiet. Like I want to, I want to know your story. Like I want to know 
what you're over there thinking about since you're just kind of sitting there not like you know more listening instead of talking um so yeah recently i've been really into that i'm i'm kind of hinting at someone specific (laughs) but i'm not gonna give any identifying giving (laughs) any identifying uh details about this person yeah Uh, i think for me for me i'm the opposite of you since i am more of a reserved quiet person i do I, I think I'm still trying to figure it out, but I I typically do like the guys that are at least a little bit more out there than me. Sure. Yeah. So. It's nice to have that balance because like, you know, I would, I'm also, okay, really big on someone that's independent and has a lot going on for themselves, yeah. not even with like work, but like someone that has a bunch of hobbies because I think the way a long-term relationship can work for me is us having different things that we like to do with different people so that we're not just sitting there staring at each other for the rest of our lives like when i like i was at church today and there's this couple that have been that has been married for 68 years and i'm just like 68 years with one person Mm -hmm. that just that's just mind-blowing yeah like and so when it comes to that, like when it comes to, you know, a sustainable, what I think a sustainable relationship will look like for me, definitely like we're not in each other's space 24 seven. Like I, we have different hobbies that we like to do so that we can come together and be like, oh, how was your day? How was, would you do with your friend over the weekend? Oh, we, you know, we want to play golf or like, you know. He plays golf while I'm going and having brunch with my friends. Like, yep. I'm on a girl's trip to Palm Springs or something, and he's on a camping trip at Yosemite or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I definitely want stuff that we can do together, but I just think it's super, super, super important to have things that we don't do together. And so, yeah, that's another thing. The whole, like, opposites attract kind of thing is that – um yeah, that's something that I think I really appreciate in a partner, someone that can do their own thing um, and respects that I like to do my own thing, too. Yep. No, that's a good point. Yeah. You have to have a middle ground, but also have to be able to live your own life. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just be, like, glued together. Like, you see those couples who are just, like, always, always together. And you kind of have, like, that thought in the back of your head, like, do you have a life? Yeah, I think sometimes I think it's it's you know it's case by case basis, but I think a lot of time that doesn't end up working because you solely rely on that person for everything. Like yeah. when some like when you put someone on a pedestal like that or you make someone your everything, it's like okay. So then also that just kind of brings me to a point where like I want someone that's dependable. Mm-hmm. Um, I want someone that is that does what what they say they're gonna do um and honor Honor. sorry (laughs) (laughs) and um with that i think that when someone is your everything and you depend on them for so much i feel like you're just setting yourself up to get your like because no one can be there for you all the time like you know You got to have different people that you go to for different things. Like, and a lot of them should be from your partner. I mean, that should be why you're married. Cause you want to build a life with this person and you can trust them and depend on them. But I'm just saying like, when you're depending on someone to be your best friend and your, 
your travel partner for every trip that you ever go on in your life and your confidant and like all that stuff. Um, it's just a lot. Like that's a really big burden for someone to take on. And so, yeah, I want someone that I can depend on, but at the same time we're independent and I have other people that I can go to for certain things so that I don't have to burden my partner with everything. And so that one song, you're my best friend. You're my go-to. I don't know what song that is, but I just really Wait. like this. <laughs> is that Drake? It sounds like a Drake song. No, it's your, it's your my right hand. You're my go-to. Oh, there you go. There hey, you go. you're my right hey. hand. You're my go-to. <laughs> you know everything <laughs> about me. Yeah, I don't know the word. What song is that? I think it is right I do. Hand. You never. Oh, that's the name of it? Okay. <laughs> what album is that off of come on um, drake Fran- fan oh god is that take care <laughs> is it take care let's see i think it is i'm pretty positive or maybe no it's off as oh it's is just, it, is it just a single yeah anyway it it's a drake song <laughs> we figured it out teamwork <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you said you're my best friend you're my go-to there is a song that i'm pretty sure there's a song that like has those lyrics in it there's are you thinking wait are you thinking the sweetie song best friend no you're my best friend okay you're thinking of another oh wait yeah, 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 yeah. okay so I mean, emily was putting two <laughs> songs together <laughs> i'm a dj yo it's my it's my second job actually third job <laughs> <laughs> Next to financial analyst and podcaster. Yes. DJ. Yes. E- She's a woman R. of many talents, you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think just kind of the main takeaway is that um, it's okay to have standards. It's I think it's a great thing to have standards because that means you won't let someone just like walk all over you. Um, yeah. so I think it's important to have that and to kind of get – you know, if you need it, allow yourself to get a little bit of validation from people that you know and love and whose opinion you respect. Because, you know, when I was kind of talking to my mom and I was in my feelings a little bit, I texted one of my friends and I was just like, she was saying this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And I was like, and I don't agree with that because that's just not how I want to live my life. I don't want to settle. And I don't, I don't think what I want is unrealistic and, you know, just kind of running what I wanted across a friend and then being like, no, that's absolutely not crazy. Um, yeah. Unrealistic. I'm not saying someone that I need someone that's a millionaire and. Yeah, I don't know. A millionaire and. I don't know. What are some unrealistic things? A bodybuilder. A bodybuilder that's a millionaire that lives in a mansion that's Super 10 years smart. older than me <laughs> and all that crap. So yeah. I think yeah. so. the main point, I think, is have standards, but most of them should be like your values and, this, and not so much like characteristics like, oh, he needs to be Hispanic with dark hair, 6'5", with, you know, a physique body and isn't software engineer that can crack into russia or something i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah definitely be open and not narrow-minded like yeah i'm not i'm not picking out the profession and the salary cap and the car that i want 
my partner to drive and all that crap because yeah that's not as gonna... as aretha franklin says you know it's all about it's all about rspd p-c-c-d i can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> let's just cut that back <laughs> I think you only got the R right. You said R S B T something. I don't know. Whatever. You tried. Anyway. Yeah, find someone that loves you and respects you and that meets your standards. Don't settle, y'all. of dating and also in the holiday season that is picking up um i wanted to share a recommendation for a movie i just watched so um i'm really big on Mm rom-coms around the holiday season Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) so i just recently watched i think was it friday night yeah it was friday night i watched it is called love hard on Netflix. Uh, I think it's supposed to be called Love Hard because in the movie, they mentioned the movie Die Hard. And th- there's always this debate about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Like, I've it's seen not. that in movies. I- I've never seen Die Hard, actually. Have you seen Die Hard? Die Hard? I've seen parts of it, but no. It's Christmas it's movie? Christmas. It's, no, it's based <laughs> in the time of Christmas, but... It's not like because you don't count Christmas. as a Christmas movie. No, some people like do. Cheesy apparently, Hallmark movies. No, the theme doesn't have Christmas in it. It's kind of no. a hot topic because no. some people associate it and consider it a Christmas movie. But anyway, the movie is called Love Hard. It has Nina Dobrev in it. She was in what Vampire Diaries or something, which is a show I did not watch. And then, oh God, what's the name of the guy? I feel bad. I don't remember his name. I think it's Jimmy Yang, who is from Crazy Rich Asians. Ooh. Oh, wait, yes. I know who you're talking about. Jimmy Yang. He is like 34, and he looks like he's like 19 years old. Yeah, he does look really young. Um, But anyway, so it's about a girl who is on dating apps, and she strikes up this relationship with this guy, and she gets catfished um so that's just for i don't want to spoil it for everybody but that's the basic premise of the movie mm-hmm. and yeah i was it netflix netflix rom-coms can be a little little iffy you know some of them i feel like are very low budget and lame yep. but yep. this one was pretty cute is it unrealistic yes um but it's still funny and it's cute and it also has the guy, this other actor whose name, I I don't know the name of the actor, but he plays Paxton Hall Yoshida in Never Have I Ever, which is one of my um, one of my favorite shows off of Netflix, Teeny Bopper mm-hmm. show. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you can cut some of this. Yeah. <laughs> but Love Harvest, super cute movie. I would rate it a, I'd say... A seven out of ten. Feel mm-hmm. good, cutesy holiday movie. Um, so yeah, maybe give that a watch and um, tell us what you think. Check it out. 
I like, I Definitely. like Crazy Rich Asians cast, so. I, I freaking love Crazy Rich Asians. I will I will watch that movie and cry movie. every time she walks down oh, the I aisle cry. and they're playing that yes. song. Yes. The plane and then the wedding scene is just perfect. So yes. perfect. When, what's the name of the guy who, what's the name of the two main people? As many times as I've seen this movie, I'm just blanking on their names. I don't know what their names are. Oh, gosh. What? Uh, like see. Henry Golding, what's his character's yes. name? I'm just blank. Like my Nick. Mom. I don't know what his last name is. Oh, Nick and, and Rachel. Rachel. God, the Rachel two Chew. most basic names. <laughs> the two most basic names. And we freaking forgot Nick and Rachel. I know. How do we freaking? Maybe it's know. just because they're two forgettable names, Nick and Rachel. <laughs> Sorry for anybody I that I know this you, name, yeah, Nick you or Rachel. Yeah, you people to have like such, you know, I don't know, prominent names. <laughs> yeah. But I guess not. It was escaping mm. us, but... Yeah, Nick and Rachel. Very cute. Yeah, love that movie. I'm waiting for them to make the sequel, damn it. Like, hurry the heck up. Yep, now there's, like, production Oh, also, another guy I'm a name drop. I actually don't know this actor's name, but the guy who, at the end of Crazy Rich Asians, that actually... Oh, Harry Harry Shrum Jr.? Him? From Glee? Yeah. Yep, that guy. He's in Love Heart. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty nice cast they have. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. So yeah, check it out. Let me know. Watch it and let me know what you think, Emily. That is Ariana's recommendations right there. Yeah, no, I'll I'll check it out. I'll let you know. But thanks, thanks for another. I like a good rec. Of you course. know, I do a terrible job of you know checking them out right away. But I love a, I love a good. I Netflix makes some. Yeah, like you said, hit or miss rom coms, but they're fun to you know keep the time rolling. So. There you go, guys. Love hard. Check it out on Netflix. Not sponsored, but Netflix (laughs) can sponsor us if they want to. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that will wrap it up. You know, keep your standards. Don't settle. Maybe when you're 40 and you're single and you have a cat, but, you know, (laughs) then maybe start considering (laughs) lowering the standards that you have. Uh, Wow. But you'll find your man out there, girls, women. You'll find them. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Ariana, take it away. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Um, We're really happy to be back. And we're so happy that you guys listened to this episode. And please share it with your friends. And 